Welcome to Floor Masters. I'm Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This podcast is about flooring installation, custom showers, kitchen remodels, bathroom models, everything involved from materials to pricing to how-tos and how-not. Get your headphones, get your pen and paper, and let's get it. Hey, everybody. Y'all are tuned in to the Floor Masters Podcast. I am Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate. I am not going to say the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge simply because of what this show is about. I'm just going to say I am a flooring contractor in Baton Rouge. So I have to be respectful <laughs> to these people that come before me. And that's what it's all about is being respectful. That's what today's show is about. But um, before I go any further, I have to... Uh, Shout out our sponsor, the National Tile Contractor Association. I love the National Tile Contractor Association because they're always giving uh, giving knowledge, giving uh, information, giving resources. If you don't know about the National Tile Contractor Association, go check them out. So I'll introduce my guest today. I have the amazing Brent Garrison and the amazing Chris Stover. Guys, please do me a favor, give a quick introduction so everybody knows uh, how much knowledge we have in the room today <laughs> who first <clears throat> you got it i'm brent garrison i'm owner of garrison tile and renovation i'm in Haburn, idaho i do uh full custom tile jobs <clears throat> mostly high-end residential as high-end as we get around here uh, i also do i do everything from the spec houses all the way up to the fancy houses on the river uh you can anything else you want me to say <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to say, plug the social media for the young people, find please. Me on, find please. me on Facebook. <laughs> Garrison Thailand Renovations, my uh, company Facebook page. You can find me on Instagram uh, at Garrison uh, underscore tile. All right. Thank you, Chris. Your turn. Uh, Stover, Stover Tile Design. I'm here in uh, Morro Bay, California. Um, Central Coast of California, kind of uh, between LA and San Francisco. Neither, we don't. <laughs> it's nothing like either of those. Um, and I mainly do high-end remodels, master bathrooms, kitchens, that type of thing. Um, and I basically grew up doing tile, and then um, ended up going out on my own and all that. Um, and for I have a Facebook page, but I really don't do anything on there. So Instagram is where I do most of my stuff. And that's um, Stover Town Design on Instagram. All right. So um, before we get back into the the topic that we were discussing, uh, I, I'm, I think the, the, the uh, appropriate title, are y'all help me out? Appropriate title. I was thinking like old school versus new school, but it's not really a competition. But it's just a cool title. What you think? No. no? Not necessarily. Kind of works. <clears throat> but I respect. I think that's what the whole the whole thing boils down to is respect of the whole. Uh... Or or we can all learn from each other. How about that? That's a good one. Yeah, because yeah, I think I one. think I think that's even deeper than respect. Like we can all learn something from each other. 
that's <clears throat> I've learned stuff from these groups all the time, and I've been doing it for almost 19 years now. All right, that's, I mean that's that's the only reason I'm in this is because I learned stuff. So before we hop into it, I just <laughs> wanted to. Uh, I guess Chris doesn't know. Brent, you already know where uh, you know the post, but you didn't know where it came from. So I just give the backstory on uh, how that post came about. Um, I was on vacation, like I, I was. I was not supposed to be thinking about work. Um, I was. It was, my, it was my daughter's birthday. We went to Alabama. And we, I was on the beach. Like I was on the beach, um, and. I made a post in the contractor fight. I'm always like trying to soak up knowledge um, just from people that's better than me. So I made a post in the contractor fight asking if anybody was offering luxury services. In my mind, that's like an understandable question. But the first comment was like, what do you mean by luxury services? So I edited the post and was like, is anybody offering a luxury experience? Because of what I was looking for, I was trying to find out people that uh, are really are doing high end work. That's all they're doing. They're there. They have a certain market and you know, they, they know how to maneuver because that's the kind of work I would like to do. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm ready for it yet, but that's the kind of work I would like to do. So I wanted to pick some people's brains. Um, so after I changed the post, uh, someone else, came in and was like, you made a statement, ask a question. And I got frustrated. I'm, I got frustrated because I'm like, do you <laughs> offer luxury services or not? Like, you, you understood enough to, to ask the, uh, have a response. Like, do you offer luxury services? Do you offer luxury experience or not? Because you're wasting my time now. If you don't, just say it. So he said, sometimes. And I'm like, all right, we're playing now. Like this is this is a joke. So I'm like, all right, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna be too bothered. I was like, would you be willing to chat? Because I have questions. He was like, uh, ask them in here or through Messenger. I'm just like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Cause clearly you don't want you don't want to talk. So from that post is where my frustration came from. It just like a flood of all the stupid comments came back. And it was like, you know what? I'm tired of people that are wasting time. Like you have knowledge. And for whatever reason, you may not want to share it. But instead of making any comment, just don't say anything. So that was where like the post came from. And it was more so for the people that are uh, like new, like really new people, people coming into the group that they like really, they they don't know how to like, <laughs> how, they don't have a tough enough skin to, to weather the storm <laughs> in the groups. I'm like, y'all are gonna make somebody commit suicide with some of the stuff y'all are saying. Like, <laughs> so that was where my mind was like, it's not about me. I can I can deal with it because again I come to the groups to 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 gain something from it. Some people are in the groups because they've come to a, a level that I'm not trying to learn anything. I want to. This is the outlet. Like this is where I come to have fun. 
So I in with that knowledge, I have to remember that sometimes we're like, you know what? Even though I look at it, this place as somewhere to come to to gain gain knowledge, some people don't look at it like that. Yeah, <clears throat> that's very true. So <laughs> that's where that's off. where the post the frustration came from because it's like, granted, there are people that are out there that really want something for nothing. It wasn't such a personal thing, but I'm just thinking about all of the people that are all, that are young and like me. Like that's not me. Uh, y'all see me doing a lot. I'm trying to learn. I'm telling on myself almost every job. Like, yep, I messed this up. <laughs> I could have did this better. Like, I have no problem with that. Yeah. <clears throat> some people can't. Like, some people they, they can't make it past that. So, um, what I want to talk about today is, uh, how you guys, you know, got to the point that you are in. And how y'all deal with the younger guys, some of them being just uh, prima donnas that, again, want something for nothing. And then some of them that are doing good work, trying to learn, kind of moving fast and uh, want the spotlight. Because that's kind of our generation is we want to go viral like yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and that's that, like that's that's a part of the goal. Like that's a part of the business. Like, yeah, I want to do good do do good work, but I need seven hundred thousand people to see it too. I think we got a lot of people. Well, not <laughs> you can say a lot of people. I think there's quite a few people nowadays that are <clears throat> in the groups to grow their. They're just as interested in growing their social media following as they are in being successful on the tile end of things, which I odd to me because that's not the way it was when I was coming up in it but it's just a fact of life nowadays and that's that's one thing that I have a hard time understanding I mean I get it but I don't at the same time I mean I get on I post my stuff on social media to to share and uh, you know get to talk with other people about it but also um, I post it on their as advertising for my local area because I do when I post to my Instagram in the area I do try to advertise it and get <clears throat> drum up business that way if I need to but there's some of these people that you see like holy crap you guys are constantly posting videos and stuff and I mean it's good but at the same time it's like your focus is on social media and showing it off and it's just it's I just like I said it's not something I totally understand Chris, what's, your, what's your take, Chris? Yeah, because Chris is uh, active. Uh, yeah, no, similar. There was no social media when yeah. I started. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't even yeah. <laughs> no internet on your texting. D D D A B. I remember that. I'm not look. I'm I'm not that young. I remember that snake tape on your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like not everyone even had cell phones when I was starting. Like some contractors just didn't have them. You had to wait till they got home so you could call them, email them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's similar for me too. And, uh, I know some of it's generational, you know. Um, like they see social media completely different. I do social media like Brant does. It's for advertising. Like, you know, Instagram is my biggest one. And I get a lot of work through there. I don't have a huge following, but 
of my phone on local, which yeah is what gets me. This, That's the reason I'm doing it. You know, yeah. So if I had, you know, twenty times what I have, I could get free tools, but the people would be people that I'm not going to work for. Right. I'd rather get thirty thousand dollar jobs, yeah. and I'll buy my own tools. <laughs> like, exactly. Um, there's a whole different. It's a different, um, you know, and, and you know, it's, it feels nice when you post something and everyone likes it. There's no, I mean, that's not generational at all. Like, that's you can't just, say that you don't like it when you post a picture of your work and somebody, you know, yeah. it's a completely different thing. So it is weird for like, you know, me and Brandt, like working our way up through everything. And then you see someone along who's doing good work for what they know. But then they're they're working that social media and, and they know how to do it. And all of a sudden they're just like, just viral almost, but don't really know much at all about actual tile, you know? Yeah. So that could be tough for us to uh, to watch. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, I, I could only imagine. I'm not gonna say I, a lot of I can only people, imagine. And a lot of it isn't even like, I, get, I don't even get mad at those people. I actually get mad at the industry that uses those people. I got you. I can see you know, that. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, because those people are just doing what they're doing, you know? Like, I would do the same thing if all of a sudden people... You know, to try to sell, you know, so it's, it's, to sell snap cutters, to sell suction cups, to sell whatever it is, leveling clips, yeah. and latching onto those people, and the rest of us that are have been around for a while we're like really like they're the they get to be the voice <laughs> like, right let's right them, let's have them come yeah. out here and install this job <laughs> with no help <laughs> like yeah really <laughs> yeah like when you see somebody yeah you see somebody get sent a free saw and you're like i own more saw now than bathrooms that person has done <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah like <laughs> And I get why the companies do it. They've got a following, but it's kind of like, what the hell? Like that person can't even like tell you why that's a good or bad saw because they didn't own enough saws or enough stuff to know if that's a good or bad saw. I'd say but, that if you're going to be given a free saw, you had to have at least owned one target. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pearl! I know I about pearls. Target. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the target is, but I do know pearls. I remember that they, it's it's a bag a backbreaker trying to pull it out of their truck. Yeah. Wouldn't want it. Sorry, no disrespect. I wouldn't want it. So there are a lot of groups that people go into to learn from, and there are some people that are usually younger people that are kind of new to the industry that ask questions, and some of the older guys are shooting them down. Like, hey, I'm not telling you uh, how to do this. You need to go figure it out. Go get back in. Go get back in the field. Go find somebody to work for, and and learn that way. Because uh, I put too much hard work into to my career to just give away this knowledge. Now, what I'll say about that is, some people's mindset on these groups is is geared towards I'm here to learn as much as possible whether that be to just watch and and listen or to ask questions and try to get as much information as possible. 
And on the flip side, some people's uh, mindset is geared towards, I've really learned what I, I need to, to maintain. Can I learn new tricks? Yes, I can, but I'm kind of here to just have fun. Uh, so there's the difference when some people are posting and some people are asking questions. Um, I hear a lot. And for whatever reason, I don't know why it's 20 years. Like I never hear anybody say, I've been doing it for 10 years. I've been doing it for 30 years. Everybody says, I've been doing this for 20 years. When I hear that number, I'm thinking- I always hear 30. I always hear 20. I've never seen 30. What happens is after you've done it for so long, you're like 20 is close enough. And then if you've been really long, then 30 is close enough. So you kind of just throw the numbers out because you're decades. not going to It's just decades. <laughs> like, it's de- increments of decades. Like, yeah. I've either done it for 20 or I've done it for 30. And 10 is never enough. 10 is never enough. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, between look. between 10 and 20, you're going to, like, say the actual year. Once you hit 20, you're just going to throw out decades. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I got it. I got it. I understand now. I understand now. Um, so, that... It, uh, we're, we're talking about the topic of everybody can learn from each other. So what I wanted to bring you guys on because I know you have like years of experience, you have years of knowledge, and I would consider myself newer. Um, I think I'm just about to hit the 10 year mark. I did not come into the trade uh, as a kid. Like I didn't grow up in tile. I was a firefighter and Tile was like available because that was the only thing that worked with my schedule. I've always worked with my hands. I was a pipe fitter before that. So I was like, you know, I've been taking measurements, making cuts for years now. It should be an easy transition. And it was at first until I started figuring out what was supposed to be done. And then it was like, I know nothing. (laughs) So. I hear a lot from the older guys that the best way to learn is go find somebody to work for and learn that way. And my question was, how do you know what's available in everyone's area? And I'm going to use my situation, for example. When I got started, I was working for a guy um, that was like generations in the trades. His, his dad had a company. He had a company. I'm not going to mention the name because I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody. But once I really started getting invested in these groups and started learning how to do things, like I said a minute ago, I quickly found out I was taught absolutely nothing. I was taught how to make something stick, but there was no fundamentals there. So I'm always curious, like, how do we know with all these different areas that these people, there are thousands of people in these groups, how do you know what's available to a person in their area to say, I could go work for somebody that's going to teach me to do it the right way? I think. Um, well, I can say it. Sorry. Uh, it's similar to like for like me and Brant to hire somebody. Like, like I'm right now looking for a helper it's probably going to take quite a few before I find the right one. It'd be easy for me to just say that there's not any good ones, or I can put it in the right way. It works the same way. 
I mean, that's a good thing about the groups is you were working for somebody and then you're in the and you realize like, what well, this is what I'm doing here isn't working with what is supposed to be done. And uh, so, yeah, because I that there's not people in your area who are good. I mean, I'm sure there are. You're there. Um, so it's kind of similar. Like some people get lucky. The first person for is good to go. Other people, like, they jump from contractor to contractor before they find that, you know, mentor who's really right. And that's the cool thing about the groups is you, you need that constant backup of checking. What you're doing on the job site, you can go home and check at night and see if you're doing it right. Which we didn't have. <laughs> so, so all right. <clears throat> so tell us about about that, those real-life experiences for you guys. Brent, how... What was what was coming up in the tile trade like? Like what was like daily? Were you getting cussed out? Was was somebody fussing at you? Did they <laughs> kick you when you dropped the bucket? Like what happened? <laughs> so I started out. I was, I was fifteen or sixteen. We moved in three doors. A tile contractor. And he he we were remodeling the house before we moved in and we were doing it ourselves my dad had us working over there every night after school and stuff so he comes down and makes friends and he's like hey you got a young kid I could use a helper and you know it just naturally worked out that I started working for him <clears throat> during high school and breaks and stuff and I was the guy that was out with the weed burner thawing the sand pile to chop deck mud when we were putting patios I'm out, you know, burning, burning the the sand pile to thaw out <laughs> in a blizzard. It's we got a tarp on it, but it's still frozen. <laughs> You're lucky you don't have to deal with that, California crew. <laughs> You're chopping back, and you get you know four or five setters screaming at you for mud, and you've got to chop mud. You've got mixed inset you've got to haul stone you got to cut it in you've got to and you're just you got to bring them a snack or whatever and <clears throat> that was what it was like being a helper but you learn you sat and watched how they did all these things and you watched like hands-on watched how and that's kind of I feel like the groups are good in a way but at the same time you need the hands-on experience if I hadn't had that hands-on experience there's nobody that could have to me how to fresh set two inch thick limestone there's and I was working on ridiculously huge jobs and <clears throat> it was a really good experience but there's no it's really hard to explain that to somebody verbally or through a comment and then have them go out and be able to apply it hands-on on a job site it's just not it just it just doesn't work and I don't feel like unless you have a, a basic core knowledge of how to do things, then you can apply it and say, Hey, I, I can see how they did that. Or I can see how they did that. You can, you know how to get from A to B and you kind of spice it up as you go. That's what I get from the groups, which is goes back to that. Um, the line of telling people to go find a contractor to work for, even if that contractor isn't doing everything right, you can see what they're doing wrong when you mix it in with the groups and what you're seeing in the groups and you can, it just, there's a ton of, 
of ways it betters you and you're out actually hands-on working for somebody and then you're not liable you know you're not out there installing showers on your own free balling it by yourself trying to figure it out you're working for someone else go make your mistakes under someone else because nine times out of ten or maybe seven times out of ten they're going to catch the mistake and it's not on you it's on them that's kind of why I think it's a good thing to be working for somebody because you're working under supervision. I did it for, not that I was supervised the whole 10 years, but I spent 10 years working for a guy and yeah, the first three or four, I was heavily supervised. I had, <laughs> I was watched. <laughs> you know, I was installing shower pans. You know, I had to, I had to pass flood tests and shower pan inspections. And once, I mean, it's just, I don't feel like there's any better way to learn than being supervised. And the guy I worked for, he didn't do everything right. As I got into the groups and I was learning more and more, sure, we didn't have failures. Like we did a tile in my dad's house and it's not failed. So I don't necessarily think that every single thing we push and promote nowadays has to be done 100% that way or it's going to fail. But definitely we didn't do everything by the book and we made it work and it's all held together. He's still working for the same contractors years later. He still lives three doors down from my dad. I just talked to him three weeks ago or something like that. And we still have a good relationship. And also he's someone you can fall back on to ask questions and he's going to have a lot more knowledge than I'm going to have. So it's a more personal relationship too than people in the group. And I think, I think that is kind of along the lines of what you're saying, like just uh, working under somebody, having those personal relationships. uh, The other thing, too, the other thing, too, is working for him. He hired other installers to work for him that had 20 and 30 years. I know those are the magic numbers, but I was always (laughs) working around those kinds of guys. I was working with a a Hispanic guy who'd been set in tile for 35 plus years. That was back when I was, you know, I was 18 at that time. And then I had guys that another 20 year, 30 year guys. I was working with all those kinds of experienced guys. And we were working on some of the most expensive houses in the Salt Lake Valley. The first house I worked on as a helper was $29 million. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was <laughs> nuts. And, but we had all these super experienced guys. We were doing snail showers where they floated, they mud floated the snail shower. They had a jig that they lifted up off the floor as they mud floated it. It was, (laughs) and they were setting one by two individually on this snail shower. And it was like 10 foot diameter from outside. It was a, most people don't even know what a snail shower is. Yeah. um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you're working on those kinds of jobs with those guys that knew all this stuff. And you, it was just to watch them do things the way they did them. You, you learn, you absorb a lot more knowledge and you're watching actually how they're doing it. it and it depends on the kind of person you are. If you're a hands-on type person, you can watch somebody do something and then be able to duplicate that yourself. Being there on site with somebody who knows what they're doing, watching them doing it you're going to pick up a lot more than just somebody trying to explain a comment on a Facebook group. And I think, I think um, it's certain 
certain personalities are seeking knowledge. Mm -hmm. Then there are some people that just want a right now answer and don't really want to learn any more about the trade. We know that there's people out there like that. For myself, I'm genuinely seeking knowledge. But then at the same time, uh, I'm married with two kids. I don't have too much time <laughs> to be working for somebody else for a little bit to nothing. And yeah. I think that's a lot of people's situation, like a lot of people's situation of the mindset is, I need that high-end money now because I have bills. <clears throat> Which, the hard part, though, is that ahead. you try to jump into that high-end market and you don't know what you're doing, that's going to backfire real quick. I, I could I could imagine. I don't even want to know. <laughs> like, I, could imagine. I don't want to learn. Yeah. I watched that one. So and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like that's when yeah. that personality comes in. Like early on, this is this is going on year four for me uh, as the owner, trying to manage everything, installations, every part of the business to where I I'm trying to soak up as much knowledge as I can applying it on the job. And this is me going, going like, I feel like the extra step without, without working underneath somebody currently, I take on personal time to practice stuff. Like, let me, let me do this before I, I get to a job site. So I can say, oh, this is how that works. Or this is how this material goes. Or if it's something new that I can say, you know what? I need this experience before I, I tell somebody Hey, I can do a curbless shower with um rainfalls and uh one by one mosaics. Like I would I would feel horrible advertising that. Some people don't care. They just want the money. And they'll come to the group and say, Hey man, how you yeah. do this? I got a job on the line. To where I could totally understand y'all's uh y'all standpoint to say, I'm not telling you that. Like, you want me to give you all of my experience yeah. so you can go make thousands of dollars well on top of that you also look at it and you go there's no way i can explain to you how to do that yeah you would never understand you, you won't understand <laughs> yeah yeah one of the things like i've been saying lately is the groups are great for knowledge tips tricks all that stuff but you shouldn't be using the groups to learn your trade no and no, not at that's all. Where, and that's where like i just recently, like, I mean, just within, like, the last six months, I realized, like, everyone I do on, which is, like, the really big forums, these aren't guys who've been doing it for years. Some of these guys are, like, people who, who started last week. And they're working, and they're working in people's house, and you realize that they're asking this question because they're on the job. Yeah. And they're asking a question that had they, had they worked for somebody for a few years, even somebody bad, they would already know, you know, know this. And that's when I started going, oh, crap. We can't transform the trade if we help those people out just telling them. We need to tell them how to start from the beginning to learn how to be a good tile contractor. You know, to do this job, if that makes any sense. Oh, def definitely, definitely. How, uh, let me ask you this. Can, can you Hang guys. Yeah. Hang on one second. Let me go use, I need to run out real quick. I'll be right back. Go ahead. I'll ask Chris. <laughs> um, 
Chris, let me ask you. Can you, and I'm pretty sure I feel like you just kind of just answered this. Can you tell the guys that uh, that are actively seeking and applying the knowledge that they have gained, whether it's good or bad, and asking a question to uh, build on that from the guys that are way in over their head, they they shouldn't have a trial in their hand. <laughs> and they're in the group like, hey, how do I do this? Uh, now I can't. And only because I realized that that's what's happening, whereas before I didn't really pick up on that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I mean, some of them you could tell you like, oh, this is like a homeowner trying to question or this yeah. is a helper on a side job kind of thing. Um, and then just as I started paying more and more attention, it was like, oh, wait, like this guy's a contractor wherever he lives and he's asking this question. Like, right. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, and you know, if they're respectful, um, I'll probably answer whatever you know. But but that's kind of always hear us older guys going like, you kind of need to like get under somebody, like don't start right. over. You're going on the wrong. Like you're gonna get yourself in trouble real quick, or you can. You know? Yeah, you probably lose yeah. the company that yeah. you're trying to build. You know, and it's yeah, and some of the products they have now. I mean, some products they have now, like, you know, you can go and learn how to do it, you know, in an orange warehouse with free food in a weekend. But even, even, even in those situations, you still, just like Brand was saying earlier, you're still not going to get everything you know. Like, you can't walk away from that weekend no. and be like, I'm a professional in this. But some people think they are. <laughs> I assume we're talking about the two-day workshops. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. That a certain manufacturer puts on. Yeah, it's a lot of them. I don't know. Well, it's, yeah, a different, a well, it's a lot of well, them. Because I'm mainly a mud guy. But I, um, so during the whole, I had people off due, due to COVID. So I, Betty came out with her online certification. Did all like, it's like, four hours something like that and then i ended up using it in a shower and i was like like i know what i'm doing and that class didn't teach me how to actually do this right certificate <laughs> <laughs> like, like i that, can just some person who doesn't have any background know how to do it <laughs> all right you know what just just from that example uh you're a mud guy i'm so interested in learning mud I don't know anybody around here in Baton Rouge. Not to say that there there isn't. I would have to leave this city, which I would be willing to do because I like to travel. But um, that's my personality. Like, I want to know what works because I'm seeing it done other places and I don't know how to access it. I know there are, uh, like, the, the event, but for me, I'm like, no, I want somebody to sit me down and teach me how to do this i don't know how long that would take i know it's not gonna happen in two days i think if you're things- gonna try, to try to learn how to do that having some core knowledge obviously you've got to have that before you go try to start floating in the shower i wouldn't I even was, attempt to <laughs> i was taught how to do it but it wasn't like our main we didn't do it all the time we just did it to fix really bad stuff 
Mm -hmm. or when we really needed to we had a so like that snail shower i was talking about those guys built a jig set their float strips and then pulled that jig up the float strips and it was a snail shape and that's how they floated the shower but (laughs) i would never have had any clue how to do that and it applied down the road i saw i'm like hey i remember when i was a helper we floated this snail shower i'm going to do an oval tub it could do the same exact thing Mm -hmm. but to try to do that without a basic core knowledge of how to do stuff would be it'd be difficult at yeah at best. Now, from basic core knowledge, that had me on the, the the thought process. Um, just from talking about floating walls, basic core knowledge. Would you advise like tile guys to get as much knowledge in other trades? Because sometimes, if you were flood. Had you learned mud first, uh, using these foam boards and mud and two by fours would be nothing. Like you could go in and plumb and frame up a wall to perfection in no time. Going to some of these, I hate, this is not what this show is supposed to be be about, workshops. Going to some of these workshops, you're not going to learn that. Like you get to a job and you'll have uh, a jacked up wall and you won't know how to fix it. Those workshops are meant for one thing. That's for them to sell their material. Exactly. And I get it from a business standpoint. It's smart. It's smart from their standpoint. It's a business. Oh yeah, there's nothing. From the industry standpoint, we look at it and that's my main competition that I deal with is these guys that go to the two-day class. The flooring store hires them, sends them to the two-day class. And then they're now such and such certified and they're, they're a tile guy and they're out bidding on, you know, the last one that I dealt with, they're bidding on a $75,000 tile job with three and a half years of experience. And you're just like, really? (laughs) That's ballsy. That's ballsy right there with, you know, tight set everything I guess maybe not tight set everything, but for the most part, everything was 16th inch grout joint. And it was a house I went live on and walked through in one of the bigger groups, big, huge house on the river, $2 million home. And the guy that was trying to steal it away from me had been in tile for three and a half years at that point. Yeah, you couldn't, <clears throat> you couldn't even get your license in California with that experience. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that was after going and taking the two the two day class, couple of two day classes, and oh, I'm a tile guy, I'm 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 certified now, I'm good. So, oh, I got another question. What do you guys think about um, tile installers, contractors having to be licensed, like plumbers and electricians? I think it's the way to go. If if yeah. if they made the rule today. And my company had to shut down because I wasn't licensed. I would not be mad because I'd be like, at least I'm going to learn everything I need. So I think that's the uncomfortable part of this conversation is a lot of the people who are already out there doing it think that they're just going to get shut down. They're not just going to walk in and immediately shut everyone down. You're going to have a grace period of a couple of years to, to go out and and make sure you can pass the test. They're not just going to come in and shut everyone down. And that's a lot of the conversation whenever you bring up, you know, go work for somebody, get some experience. Everyone gets really sensitive. It's like, I don't want you to go out of business. I don't want you to, 
it's going to benefit everybody it's especially the consumer i think it's coming up in the tile industry in utah you're required to have two years of w-2s in order to become a tile contractor that's the way it was idaho is a totally different story you have a dog a truck and 35 it's like that in louisiana too that's the way it is and i coming from utah i didn't realize that 48 or 47 of the states in the u.s are like that i thought everyone you had to go work for somebody and put in your time and learn and then you could get a license after you did that and that's not the way it is everywhere right i think it would benefit yeah everybody if we had to go out i mean we're literally hand building plumbing fixtures in people's houses that's what we're doing we're hand building yeah plumbing fixtures you you think about it you watch that fiberglass drop in that goes in we Mm -hmm. are hand making one of those out of tile that's what we're doing and i totally think we should be licensed and there should be a wet area plumbing license like uh, Craig Harriman is pushing for yeah. it. It's like, a good thing. It's not a bad thing. And I don't feel like, and I don't promote and push the experience thing to just as a F you to people. I think that it's a good thing across the board for our customers, for our businesses. I mean, we can if we can get to a point where we are looked at the same as plumbers, because we technically are plumbers when we're doing right. showers. Plumbers, electricians, HVAC, we really, it'd be nothing but beneficial for us. And I think there's a lot of people that fight it because they look at it out of fear and go, oh my gosh, what if I don't get that license? How, what am I going to do? You're like, just relax and learn. And <clears throat> I feel the same yeah. way. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a fear of being shut down. Cause like I said, I was just saying that is if, even if that happened, I still wouldn't be mad. Because I, I I essentially want uh as much knowledge as possible. I mean, it's this this is the point of the show. Like the show was started because I wanted to educate homeowners on what it takes. Because I got frustrated for people to come into compliance. So it's not like they're if so let's just say hypothetically federally, they pass a law that says every tile contractor has to get a wet area certification or wet area plumbing license there would be a two-year at least a couple of year grace period there to get it they're not just going to shut they they can't they just can't i mean even even going past wet areas like it's a lot of stuff we have to consider expansion like you said uh they had a job that was nothing but 116 gaps like Mm -hmm. we have to we have to deal with like joist spacing like it's it's a lot to consider like a whole lot like the entire house like we're not con- we're not licensed to fix it but we have to have knowledge to say hey look I can't install on this floor because your joists are not spaced right I think a lot of the pushback on that comes from fear of <clears throat> people think that they, oh they're going to pass some law that we have to get licensed and I'm just going to be shut down that's not going to happen they're never going to do that. Yeah, they, it can't. Yeah. No, yeah. They'll be great. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it was when California first started it, but yeah, like we, so we're supposed to have four years of 
journeyman experience. So like not including being a helper. Like we're supposed to have four year of journeyman experience before you can take tests to get the ones. And a lot of guys end up doing four years and budget include you know time or whatever. But that's what you need before you can even apply to get your license to take the test in California. Um, doesn't mean everyone takes it as good by any means. <laughs> but right, right. At least it gives you know, it if you're licensed and then you have to be bonded and insured, it it helps the homeowner, you know. The home has backing of the state and the license and the bond. And um and that's a you know, some more yearly or bi yearly, you know, and you, you have to keep it up, you know. So there's some um you know, you can't just do it once and then you're you're good for, you know, forever. There's something you got to keep it up. Um, so, but they're not just going to do that. Like, like Brand was saying, it's just like, if you don't have it now and they pass a lot, you're not going to just all of a sudden be out of work. Right. It, it won't be like, like that. I, and uh, I think, I think uh, that fear that, that you guys are mentioning is, I don't mind saying it a fear from people that Art, have no intentions on putting that initiative in. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go the extra step. Yeah. So they would have problems regardless, whether they, they pass it or not, whether there's a license or not, they're, they're, they're pretty much saying, I don't care about doing things right. Was like that guy that the guy that had the picture of his of his shower where he had the Duroc up and he had a little bit of curdy along the bottom. He's like, I pack my I know it's wrong, but I pack my flex color in there real good, so it's all good. <laughs> You're like, you need to get yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. It's all look bad, dude. Stop it. <laughs> because I mean to to. to uh, we're looking bad. Those are the we don't know who people we don't know who's who are who's in these groups. Like we we can't say that this is all tall people. No. Like you don't know who right. from your local area might be in this group. It could be a, a GC, it could be a builder, it could be a designer that now sees that nobody's you let's like you say, let's condemn this person. No more business for you. <laughs> But some people don't. Some people don't think about. They don't think like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm a lot more quiet now on the real big groups. Because yeah, you don't know who who it is. You don't know if it's a homeowner. You don't know if it's a designer trying to, you know, either price like check their tie or. I mean, obviously, you you kind of get to know the people who are always in there. But yeah, it gets to where like. Like I'll actually go and look at the person, see if I can find out any, any info before I answer questions. Now on the big groups, uh, that's where the small groups help out. Like having the big groups and then a small like local group, because um, right, then think... you know everyone who's in there is in the industry. And that's like what what yeah, Brent was not, saying was you know, uh, those personal relationships. You gotta it, it's important to have those personal relationships to where. You don't have to post it on a group to ask a question. You can call somebody that you know has knowledge and say, hey, man, look, I'm not sure about how to approach this situation. What would you suggest? But they don't have to physically that. walk you through yeah. it. But The thing about that, Anthony, too, 
you already have that if you so that's like i was saying where it's like i have my old boss that i can call i already we already have that relationship where he was the teacher to me and so i'm comfortable calling him up with questions i'm comfortable calling him up i'm already in that student position with him mm-hmm. and so i'm not i can call him up and ask him anything and i'm not he's not i know he's gonna be happy to teach me because i already have that relationship <clears throat> that's the biggest benefit of being of working for someone or working under someone for years is you're really comfortable calling them up asking them a super technical question and you're not going to feel like an idiot because you know you're already the student and he's the teacher but i think the important part about that is it depends on uh the time you've invested because Look, I feel crazy saying this. I feel like if my old boss hears this, he would probably be shaking his head yes. If you leave too early, <laughs> they probably would be like, nope. That's <laughs> nope, true. I'm not answering anything. And I'm coming from that. <laughs> working for him for 10 years where, yeah. you, know, was, you know, that was, hey, if I have a question, I just call the boss. Yeah. Or I talk to one of the other guys that he's got working for him at the time that's got, you know, a couple decades of experience. But that's the biggest benefit to that situation is that you have those people you can call, even if they're not the guy you worked for, the guy you worked with that knows the answer. And right. It might be a fellow with. installer that you might look up to to be like, hey, man, I know this guy knows. He's always, always been on point. I can call him. And you were, you were working under him, so he feels an obligation to teach you because right. you're his prodigy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, I, I mean, back, back to, like, I, go ahead. I was say, like, along those same lines, locally here, I've got group chat going of five guys. They're all in the groups. We all know each other. We're all, like, consider ourselves on the same level or whatever. But the nice thing about it is, like, so we all know our experience. We know how each other does stuff for the most part. But we're constantly going, one of us will run across something. That's just that we haven't run across. Throw that in that chat. At least one of those people has run it, or you'll get four different ideas and be able to take from those. But it's all like quick. I mean, this is all within like minutes. You know, they're not teaching you. They're just like building off of what you already know. Yeah. It's just, you know. But if I was a newbie asking some of these questions, I mean, that's like a two hour long conversation trying to teach me something. But you know, and that's kind of goes along that lines of why we're all, like, there's always old guys. They're always like, go work for somebody. Go work for somebody. And that's why it's because you get all that base building up. And, you know, whereas today, knowledge is right there for you. So you can find that knowledge, but you didn't have the base to get to that knowledge sometimes. So. And I think, yeah. I think the younger, the younger crowd, and this is just my personal opinion. I think the younger crowd is willing to do that. But again, just because of the era and just because of uh, so many resources being available, right? Younger, the, the younger group doesn't yeah. want to sacrifice the income. Like I can't, I can't, we can't take this away. I just need to do both. When versus when y'all was coming up, it was like, Knowledge is the most important thing. 
Like, let me get all of the knowledge. I don't have the resources, so my resources are right in front of me. You got some younger groups that are looking at it like, can we have a class? It don't have to be free. I would pay for it. Like, I would pay to go to a class. <laughs> but that's a resource that you guys didn't have. Like, there is no going to uh, a warehouse uh, for however long. This uh, We're not talking about um, the two-day things. Like, if there was a class for me to, and it might be, uh, for me to go learn <clears throat> how to make every single shower perfect, I would be willing to go. But that's me. You got some people that is like, I don't have time for that. I'll mess this shower up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get better on the next one. It's going and working for somebody. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, it's funny because it's like, it goes, you know, that thing, the school officer, the school, you know. So our college our career is going and working for somebody and learning as you go. You know, like you yeah. can go be a doctor, can't go be an accountant. Like you, for those, you have to actually go to a school first. Whereas for construction, a lot of times it's the way it's all so much hands-on, the only way to learn. Like you could take and teach them every shower how to do it. If they've never touched a tool, they can't just go make that shower. Right. Like the only way to learn it is the start of the, like, and kind of build off of it. So our college is working for somebody and learning how and building off of it. And some people can offer early. Some people have to go for 10 years before they break off. Um, but it's kind of like, it's hard to like say that we, we're going to charge much money. You got somebody who comes in and has no experience and they're in showers now all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, when it comes to showers, uh, my first shower is in my house. Like my first shower alone is in my house. If I could, I could take this, <laughs> I could take this laptop and walk into that bathroom and show you that first shower. I have refused to put a glass on it, and my wife can't understand. She was like, "Let's put a glass on." I'm like, "No." <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be changing this one out. <laughs> But, but that was that was me going out, and this was after experience. This was after working with somebody um, that showed me how to do the mud bed. Uh, of course, I wasn't efficient at it the first few times, but then I got a groove of how to figure it out. Do I want to do mud beds? What situations I want to do? What can go on top of them? And now I feel confident to go to a customer and say, this is what I'm capable of. If it's something beyond my scope, and this is me, I don't care how much money, because I look at that as a liability. That $75,000 job you're talking about, if I'm not 100% capable of doing it, I'm looking at it as I could possibly lose $75,000. So I don't mind telling the customer, you know what? I'm not comfortable doing that project. Let me refer you to somebody that can take care of what you need. But you got a lot of a lot of people that don't have that... Uh, that mentality, are they not? They're not honest enough to say, you know what? I'm not. People work too hard for their money for me to just be taking it <clears> and playing around, trying to see if I can figure it out. I can't do that. That's for me. When I when I watch in the groups, you see a lot of people that are playing around with other people's money, trying to figure it out. That's what it, 
irritates me the most is and why I get to that it's like go work for someone else and it's not it's not like I said it's not an fu to people it's go work for somebody learn how to do it it'll benefit you in the future like you're gonna you're gonna be better for it I'm not trying to hold you down I'm trying to build you up and I think a lot of people take that as oh you're just trying to tell me to sit down and it's like no we're trying to help you help you figure this out and get to where we are like the way we did because we can see the benefit to it <clears throat> you know working and that's with, working with those old guys taught me a lot of stuff i would have never been able to figure out on my own ever and that's what that's really why i wanted to do this episode because just like you said um even explaining the 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 applications the the tasks the methods it's not easy to do in the comments. It's not easy for y'all to explain y'all points in comments for people to really grasp it. So that's why I wanted to bring y'all on so people can really understand where you're coming from. So if they go out and work with somebody and watch them do it, then they can go back to the comments that I'm explaining how to do it, like what I do, and they can go like, hey, that makes sense that the way you're doing it might be easier than the way he did it or the way he did it is easier than the way you're explaining it to me. And he replies back and I'm like, Oh hell yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I, told, I told you I was right. <laughs> no, I, no, I, it's, that's the good thing about these groups, but for the, some of these people that don't know what they're doing when you're trying to explain to them, I mean, mud floating a wall. If you're trying to explain to a guy how to mud float a wall and he's never ever done it, there's just no way he's going to be able to do it on his own without it being just a train wreck. Right. <laughs> but if he's if he's watched a guy do it and he's like, "Hey, you know what? This guy did it from the bottom to the top, but the guy I'm talking to on Facebook says do it from the top to the bottom," and he and you like you, you can ex you can watch why you're like wait a minute that is way easier doing it from top down and this is personally an experience i had from one of the guys in the groups he's like why are you doing it from bottom up do it from top down and i tried it i'm like that's so much easier <laughs> yeah. i used to fill like after i used to fill from the bottom up and now yeah because of the groups i fill from the top down yeah and i'm like jesus like how many jobs did that just like take so much longer because i just figured i was doing it the, the way i was taught and it made sense to me because gravity yeah but if you didn't have the core knowledge of having done it the other yeah. one way you wouldn't know and you yeah. wouldn't be able to explain and see and see from from uh from the younger guy's standpoint um try I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ask that you try to understand that we're doing the same things. It's just at a lower level. It could be something like a layout. Me personally, I, I figure out my own layouts. Sometimes I, I overthink everything. So I can go into a job and from looking in the groups be like, this shouldn't take me that long. Such and such just did it in two hours. Why am I still here? But that's just from my approach to it. So for me, I I look at uh, we'll say layout. Y'all looking at mud and two totally different levels. <laughs> but a younger guy will be like, 
how do you approach this? And the older guy, because you're on the mud level, might be like, what? Like, why would, how would we ask and lay out questions? But it's the same thing. It's just different levels. Like, they're here, and they're trying to get that, oh, that's the tip on how you can tweak the layout. But some of the older guys are like, dude, layout questions, really? That's one of those things that comes from working with the older <laughs> guys. Like, show you all that yeah. stuff. Like, it's, a, it's an everyday thing with them. You sit and watch how they do stuff, and you realize why as they're doing it. And you're like, oh, that makes total sense. And you skip the learning curve of trying to figure it out on your own. And it's you're not having to mess up people's tile jobs or pull them out and redo them or whatever because you watch how the old guys do it and they'll the good ones will explain to you as they're doing it this is why we're doing it this way and, and it's, it's not always and it's that, not always like efficient i mean uh failure wise yeah. like sometimes we're just trying to learn for efficiency i'm gonna use for example like popping grids on the floor mm-hmm. like if no one's taught you to do it You'll go on the floor, you'll find center both ways, and you might sit in a situation that you guys will walk in and be like, I have the floor already cut out. What are you still doing? Well, you'll be like, I'm trying to lay the floor out? (laughs) I don't ever pop a grid anymore because we're not using natural stone as much. Anymore. You're not exactly. popping it anymore, but like you said earlier, There's you built time. off that. You built off that foundation and say, I mentally could could use the grid, but I don't have to. It's not even that. It's it's the application. So nowadays where we're using so much porcelain and we're using clips, we're using spacers everywhere, it's just a different application. Back when we were doing natural stone everywhere, slate, chipped edge, travertine, all that, you pop the entire floor and you don't use a single spacer. You don't use a single clip. You set that whole thing free ball in it and you pop a grid and you stick to the grid. And a lot of people are just like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, you just do it. You just do it. I still do that. With porcelain clips, yeah, but I use a small like so. If I'm doing a sixteenth inch grind, I'll use a thirty second clip post. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm not using it as a spacer. I'm using it as a lippage only. Yeah, and and this is also because I work by myself. So this is the most efficient. I grid mm-hmm. the floor, cut in the whole thing, and then when I'm setting, I'm just setting. I'm I'm just setting the floor. And so it's more of an efficiency thing. But then, but kind of along that lines, if, like, how do you explain how to do a grid to somebody who doesn't, <laughs> like, they barely know how to sit in a room? Like, it, like, yeah. you, like, you're like, I don't, because, like, as growing up or, like, doing tile, layout was one of the things that took the longest to understand. Like, even mm-hmm. though they would tell you this is how I did it, and you'd just be sitting there scratching your head being like, I, I kind of, like, <laughs> you know, but, and they used to do whole floors. The whole floor was tile. All the rooms. And you, so you'd be gridding a whole floor. And you might change the grid because, like, all of a sudden they're like, ah, oh, this is going to put a small small piece up against this cabinet. All right, let's shift yeah, everything over. And you just Ooh. make your head going like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did I just use a 
weird but one. They would, be out. Yeah, but that would be found, like before you graded everything. That would be found out when you're still just using her and like your square lines, and you're, like you would see a measure off a of square. Line. How'd you set that out? Explain that he has no bases. Like, like how do you start with that? And you know what? That's yeah. funny that you say that like, because. It's funny that you say that because my helper does that to me now. Like my helper does that to me yeah. now. Like I'll I'll start I'll start doing stuff, and I'll tell them numbers, and I'll you know I start for a line and be like, okay, our last full tile is gonna stop here. And he's like, what? Like how did you figure this out? He's like you know, but and then and that comes from me. That's what being a helper's for, to learn how to do that. Yeah. And and but but for me, that's that's. That wasn't a hard transition because, again, like I said, I was pipe fitting. That's all it was. I'm pulling measurements. I'm playing with numbers. I'm making cuts. Right. So that was an easy transition to where yeah. it's just like, oh, I, I get it. You know, I find center. Um, This is a center point. This is takeoffs and all that kind of stuff. But like like you guys are saying, they got, they ha- there's like really green people that's hopping into like, tell me everything. It's like it's not going. It's not going to happen like it's that. It's not going to compute. <laughs> when we're trying to tell you yeah. everything. <laughs> Somebody just asked on one of them. They just said, "How do you do layout?" <laughs> like, yeah, I saw that wait, one. That's like, like oh, way I'm too broad. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You know what? I can <laughs> I can kind of understand now because I can see like where y'all are coming. I can see. Just from you making that statement, I can understand some of like the the a hole remarks. It's easy for you to be like, "Put the towel on the floor." <laughs> like that's well, that makes sense. Honestly, that's answering the question. How do you lay out? You honestly, lay the, that's lay the towel down. <laughs> a lot of us walk in there after setting tile for almost twenty years. We walk into a room. We're like, "Okay, hey, I'm gonna be here, here, okay, go." And we just know what to do. And it's it's because we watched the older guys do that. And we watched how they did that. And we're like, we watched interior designers walk in and be like, oh, this looks amazing. Or homeowners walk in, my like, man, this just looks perfect. And you so you see what they did, how they did it, and the reaction to it. And you're like, that's what I want to do. Right. I'm gonna follow that and pick up on that, and that's... yeah, it's like so. Like if somebody, yeah, yeah. So like, let's say somebody on the group asks, like, I mean, it gets asked all the time, how do you lay out herringbone? But like that person knows how to do layout, but on herringbone, that's pretty easy to explain the center of herringbone. Mm-hmm. But for somebody just to come on who doesn't know, say, how do you do layout? That's more like, I. I don't even know where to start on that one. How do I explain that to you? How do you explain that? Yeah, like, and that's that's, and I think that's what I'm saying. Like, those are the situations where I feel like no response would be the best response. Like, there's nothing to say. That's why our response is (laughs) go find somebody to work for that can teach you some of these basic things because you you, we're not going to be able to tell you in a Facebook comment how to figure that out. You go learn the basics with somebody. And then when you come back, it's like, you're like, okay, so I offset it. I lay out my herringbone and then I offset it this way. And you're like, yes, that's how you do it. 
Look, I, look, I get it. You can watch and see how they do it. That's why. That's why the or the some of the replies. Well, we're not doing it to be you know assholes to people. I don't. Not not, not y'all. Some jerk. some people genuinely are. Some people do. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Depends right. on the person. Depends on the person. And and you know that's what I was asking Chris uh, when you when you stepped out. It was just like, can you tell? who you're dealing with, like when, when, when to respond a certain way. Cause again, <laughs> sometimes, like I said, all the, I, I'm going to keep putting myself in the newer group because I'm just learning so much. Um, do I have experience? I'm not green, but I'm still learning how like that efficiency, how to tweak. I'm a perfectionist. So I'm never satisfied with anything that I do. Like I could do an amazing job, and in my mind it was like, yeah, kind of sucks because I was off just this tad bit. So I'll still put myself in the newer group, um, but just being able to, just being able to 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 understand and learn from from guys like you, I I don't have a problem with it. But there's some people, not one, that they just don't deserve to be in the groups trying to get this information. But there are some people that are really trying. They have some experience. They don't have as much as you guys, but they really want to know. Like popping grids. I've never popped a grid. I know how to find center. I know how to find full tile. I know how to know where all of my cuts will be, but I've never popped a grid. You're just one step away. It's not that hard from that point. It's but just see, a, yeah, you're really but, close. But see, without that knowledge, you're without right without that knowledge, um, and of course, I can get it done. But had I presented the question of how do I pop a grid, somebody would be like, you know what? I don't think you're ready for this. So for me, I look at it as, and I and I, I can only use yes. myself, but. That's when you I, reach out to somebody that you know knows what your experience level is, and you right. message them and say, "Hey, how do I do this?" Right, and it's you know what? Like somebody actually life. just mentioned this to me. It's like, you know what? Stop posting in the group. You know, it's too many people. <laughs> just ask them the question and stop asking eight thousand people. I don't ask eight thousand people when I've got a technical question I want to ask, or I'm like, "Man, why am I? Why am I not able to figure this out?" I don't post it in the group. I ask somebody that I know knows the answer from what I've seen them posting. So another point, in addition, in addition to going find somebody to work for, don't post questions like really true questions (laughs) in the group. I will admit I have people I talk to. I have people that ask me questions and I have people that I turn to with questions. None of us us have it a hundred percent figured out. Because everything's always changing. It is. No, yeah, if, it's, if somebody, it's always changing. If somebody says they do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I ask my I have a couple of different groups, and I ask most of my questions there, and then it usually gets answered. And then after, I'll post the problem and the answer at the same time in the group, yeah. so that it might help somebody later on. Right. It's I mean, and that's that's kind of that's kind of why forty wrong answers, right? 
that's kind of why I approach groups the way I do. Uh, I'm I'm more of video. Uh, you can see my face. You can get the expression from me. I don't like to just type stuff, but I also like share my experiences. A lot of times, my failures. I always pull it off in the end. But in the moment, I'm frustrated. I'm just flustered. Like. <laughs> I don't know, because again, I'm a perfectionist. I don't know why things are not going my way today. So I'll hop in the group and be like, hey, y'all know what? This is what I'm dealing with. This is what I went through today with the intention of somebody else being able to be like, okay, I know not to do that. Yeah. But then it goes back to that 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 part of, you don't know who's in the group. Like it could probably be a builder in my local area that'd be like, definitely not hiring Simply Intricate. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing though, if you're, if you're <clears throat> hopping on there and asking questions and trying to figure it out, it's a double-edged sword, really. Yeah, I mean that's the reality of it. It's a double-edged sword, and those of us who respond with, you know, go work for somebody, we're not saying that to be an asshole. We're not saying that because we want you to fail. We're saying that because we want you to succeed and figure it out and be shown how to do it you know in a controlled environment because this i mean it's a valid point like again like like uh like chris said there there's there's no tile college no the tile college is on the job training <laughs> what it is tile tile college is your your pay your time card every week that's tile college yeah um so well, to our groups, you that tile college, even working at somebody, you can get out from under somebody so much faster than William Ant came up doing it. Because you every day you can go home and check what you did compared to the groups. None of that. We didn't have, I mean, I still run into guys at the Pals or they don't even know what the TCNA handbook is. <laughs> and they've been doing it longer than I have. You can apply what you watched with what you see in the groups, and you you're on the job, and you're like, "Hey, wait a minute!" I, you can connect the dots a lot faster than we were able to back in the day. Yeah, because we didn't know. No, I mean, I know, Brandy, you're doing something, and all of a sudden you see something like, "Holy crap! I've been doing this wrong for a long time." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, and then, and, and you're like, yeah. well, luckily I did it good like, enough. <laughs> I the installations that I'm doing nowadays are light years ahead of what I was doing four years ago. So let me ask this because I just made a post about this uh, recently. Yeah. Um, do you find yourself being slower? Because y'all y'all got so much experience. When I tell you every job site that I walk on, I feel like I just started laying tile. Like everyone. I don't know if it's the perfectionism in me, but it's like everyone. I, in my mind, I expect them to be like so smooth. No hiccups, nothing. Nothing changes. I'm coming here. I execute. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm out. I get to check. Profits are at 50%. Done. Never happens. And then I always had this feeling of like once a year. 
<laughs> I, I had it, yeah. I, I think that it happens once a year because you see new things and you learn new things in the groups and you apply them and it slows your job down and you figure out how to get faster and faster and faster and then you see something new and you, you're continually adding all these new things into your, into your, what's the word, into your repertoire. Yeah, well, into your process. You're always improving yeah. because seeing all these things in your groups, like, man, that's going to make me so much faster eventually. And you work yeah, right. it. <laughs> right. As you're doing it, you there's always something that's <laughs> going to make you so much faster eventually. But I think there comes a point where yeah. you get to the point where you run out, you the that are going to make you faster. There's not as you, you work through them and you, you really, that's the one benefit of these groups is you can take all these things you see and you can apply them to what you're doing against the core group or core base of knowledge that you have. Yeah. And it really, I mean, I'll tell you over the last, <clears throat> over the last year, I've definitely trimmed down the time it takes me in the shower. <laughs> Just based on stuff I've seen in the groups, stupid little things that I've seen in the groups, you're just like that most people wouldn't yeah. notice. You're like that, that's a time saver right there. Right. And that's, that's goes back to that core base of knowledge. You're like, wait a minute. That's, that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. So now, now that we've gone through and I feel like it's, it's anybody should be able to listen to this and understand why you guys are saying being an apprentice is hands down the best way. But the, the 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 title we came up with is we can all learn from each other. What do you guys think that you can learn from the newer less experienced guys? It don't there's no right answer to this. The what right do you think you can well, learn from them? What we can learn from them, we can learn they can share what their guys are doing that is working or is fast or is increasing their production and we can it's it goes both ways they're like i've said i'm watching these guys and i'm seeing oh man you're doing this thing and it's speeding you up and i can apply it to my thing not any one of us has a hundred percent of this figured out we have this <clears throat> it's like this oh what's what's the what am i looking for here like when you look on your computer of downloads on, um, oh, what was it? The down, when you were downloading songs and you had all these little teeny bites of the song. I got you, got you. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. You have all these little pieces that are scattered throughout the whole song file, but you don't have the entire thing, but you can pick up this piece here and this piece here, and this piece here, and one of them's at 20%, one of them's at 35%, one of them is at 95%, but you're trying to put together this 100% thing, and you're never going to get there, but you're always picking pieces out and putting them together, and it's all making you better all along the way. Yeah. That's how I look at the groups, and that's, yeah. so sometimes I'm picking out this piece from the first 10% of the job, and sometimes I'm picking out this piece from the last 90% of the job. And sometimes it's the 45%, but I'm always picking out these pieces along the whole thing and combining them all to try to make things better. And sometimes I'm picking that up from an apprentice who's got six months of experience. And sometimes I'm picking it up from Malcolm Campbell, who's got 
you know, years and years, decades. Of <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I uh, adding to the equation. Uh, yeah, every time I've worked with somebody or had somebody help me, any of those, even if they're the greenest person, I've always picked up one little thing. Even if they're the greenest person, yeah, but they differently than you, so they do one little thing different, and you pick up on that. You're like in my bank i'm like if i switch to doing that that just made me that much faster because i thought to do it that way even though that person had no idea they were doing something different right like every time i've worked with somebody i have learned something no matter how green they were um so yeah that so you I had Josh Levitt came and helped me on that one. And I, Josh Levitt's been, I think he told me he's been setting tile for four or five years. And at that point, you know, I'm 18 years in and I learned stuff from how he did things and I've applied it to how I do things and it sped me up. Me yeah. more money. Yep. I know for yeah. me, for me, a lot of times, because, but like I said, because I'm a perfectionist, a lot of it is mindset for me. Like learning other people's mindset, standing in front of the job, I can beat myself to nothing. Yeah. Like I'm doing good. I can step back. My helper helps me on this all the time to be like, look what we did today. Like, and my mind is like, but I wanted to get this done. It's like, <laughs> no, but look what we got done. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know what? You're right. I am. I have kind of like worked really hard today. It is time to go home. So, um, <laughs> just just sharing that with other other people that might be listening. Mindset is it's huge for us because uh, one the task of doing our job is uh, taxing. Even if you get good at it and you're efficient oh, with it, it's hard. It's hard on the body. Yeah. But then two, the business part. Uh, all three of us are owners. Being able to be efficient at that is a job. You can be a good, in, you can be, you could be a good installer. And if you don't know how to run your business, being a good installer is worthless. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Unless you're going to go be a apprentice right. with somebody. <laughs> yeah. So it's things like that 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 I uh that I look at from from both sides to say we can always learn from each other. You could be a amazing 20 plus year installer and a newbie could could show you, hey man, you, you know how easy it is to do job costing? Like <laughs> But that newbie probably picked that up from the guy he worked for or works for. Not always, Brent. He could have <laughs> went to college. <laughs> I'm talking about the business, I'm talking about the business side. Not, I'm talking about the business side. It could be an app. Yeah. It could be a. It could be an app. He could. He could have found a new app and was like, "Hey, look, you know how easy it is to do job." I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, no, and it's and you know and and all of that comes down to you know newbie coming in, asking questions, knowing he's asking new questions, has to do it with respect, knowing he might take a little shit, you know, but but. I think we Same saw time, or was it Saturday that we saw yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. That kid got potential too. Um, you, yeah, some of the stuff I saw, I'm like, dang, he's doing a good job. But there's this, this, and this, and it's like, be humble and and learn. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 
I couldn't figure out if that was a troll post at first. Uh, I miss, yeah. I missed that one. I did not see that. It was attended. But yeah, but it goes the same way. Like, yeah. Um, and yeah, and you've got to be able to take your licks because, I mean, having posting a, a picture of your work and having people bag on it, nothing compared to working to somebody for with somebody for like six years, <laughs> like dealing with their every day of you messing up <laughs> or and, and or even not messing up, but I'm still teaching you. Once you get to a certain point, taking the licks is you're just you're comfortable with it and you're posting pictures in there and not that I want people to pick my work apart, but pick my work apart so I can so the next time I'll come back even better. And I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah. Do I does it does it doesn't hurt because one, uh nobody's perfect and no. if you can't show me pictures of your jobs, then hey, you say whatever you want to. Uh no, mine's not perfect. Show me some of yours. <laughs> Ah, that's not what I'm here for. Oh, okay, cool. Anytime someone says something nasty, I go and search their name in the group and see what they've posted. And it's like nine times out of 10, they've posted nothing. Nothing. So, and then, you know, it's like, whatever. Well, at least least I'm here to learn. So I I could have took your constructive criticism and and improved. But um, I I think that's the part of the humility part. It's just like, you know what? I know I have room to grow. We all do. Because again, our industry is changing so much. Yeah. I think a lot of us guys that have a lot of experience under our belt come across as being higher than thou or high and mighty a holes, and you know we come across as jerks, but we're really not. We're just we passionate about what we do, and if that looks like crap, I'm going to tell you it looks like crap. And I don't mean it like you're an F, you know, you fucked that up. You're a no. dumbass. You know, that's not, <laughs> I'm not saying it that way. I'm like, it right. just looks like crap. There's, it just I'm doesn't look good. my advice to, to tear you down, but at the same time, you got to be torn down to be built up sometimes if you've been taught no. wrong, if you've been, or you don't know any better. If you can't take criti- and I say this all the time, if you can't take criticism from your fellow tradespeople, you're not going to be able to take criticism from a customer who's holding your paycheck ransom. Right. I mean, and then, and then some some people genuinely don't know about the resources. I know I learned a, a lot from coming into the groups to seeing other people's stuff, and then I started, you know, seeking out handbooks and and things that I can actually apply. But if it wasn't for the groups, like I don't, I probably wouldn't have came across the the handbook. Like I didn't, yeah. that that wasn't in my in my mind. So some people, some people's initial introduction to uh, you got a lot to learn is from a comment to say, "Hey, look, um, yeah, you got you got a ways to go." But I think with that part, I think it's some people can can just say, in addition to going work with somebody, but hey, look, there's a, a handbook that'll teach you a lot. Now, it's really not going to teach you a lot if you have no understanding of it. Because I know the first time I picked up the TCNA <laughs> handbook, I put it down because I looked at one of those pictures and I was like, what the what hell the is hell? this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you don't have that base base knowledge to know what you're looking at, what are you going to do with it? 
It's like if, if, I mean, a nuclear physicist can tell you how to build a nuclear bomb, but if you don't understand the instructions, you're going to die. You gotta have you gotta have that education in there and the core knowledge of what we're even talking about. When you look at some of those details that let's just say since I mean since we have Chris here, a mud bed. If you I mean a mud wall, I mean, how are you gonna decipher any of that if you don't even know what those things are? Especially if it's a a awkward shape, you got a a wall nine feet away from your drain, like you, you you're not gonna pull this off. <laughs> oh, and you're out there and using real people's money in real people's houses with real world consequences if you get it wrong. Right. That's I mean, and and I think I think that's that's the the uh, one of the, the more important parts for anybody to take away from this show. Like these guys are not telling y'all to go get knowledge just because they got some. They're trying to save you because there's money on the line. Your business is on the line. Your house could be on the line. Like your personal stuff could be on the line because you think that it's just, uh, and going and setting up an LLC does not protect you. Not at all. And that's what I'm saying. Like your personal, (laughs) your personal, uh, uh, possessions could be gone because you, you, you didn't want to take the time to, to get educated on, your craft you go to court and the and your homeowner their attorney their insurance company's well-compensated attorney says hey this guy just started setting tile." and he's talking to the jury and he says this guy just started setting tile two years ago he has he's never worked for anybody he has no clue what he's doing and he went in there and tried to attempt it to install this shower not and it's a very technical installation and we know that because of the tile forensics people have told us that this is a very technical technical installation and he just went in there and freeballed it and he had no clue what he was doing and he caused a mold problem in this house that sickened the entire family they're in there getting surgery on their sinuses they're getting their tonsils pulled out they're getting their adenoid glands pulled out trying to fix this problem and this family is at their wits end trying to figure out why they're so sick. And the reason they're so sick is because the tile guy installed this shower improperly and caused a mold infestation in their house that sickened the family. And I'm not saying those kinds of things out of just pulling it out of my butt. I've had multiple customers whose showers were leaking and causing mold problems that did those things to try to cure their sicknesses that were caused by the mold problems from the showers. And an attorney could easily be like, and we're seeking $2 million in damages. Massive damages. And now your business is over. You'll never set another piece of tile again. And we don't know what your future looks like. How much money did you gain by skipping the apprenticeship part of it? Right. That's why some of us were like, go work for somebody, learn, make these mistakes under supervision where they can get resolved before they become massive mistakes. It's safer. Yeah, safer for everybody. So now the 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 biggest question of all today is which one of y'all 
is going to let design. simply intricate designs come work for you. <laughs> so I can relocate. If I you want to come out up. and float a shower. Oh, hell yeah. More from Chris than me. No, let, I can learn. We that's we just talked about this, Brent. We can all learn from each other. I know you can learn a lot from me, but I think Chris would teach you how to float better than me. I I do it out of necessity when I need to, and I'm not great at it. I'm slow at it. I can because I was taught how to do it, but I'm not. I'm not some mud god by any means. Look, I just want to have options. Like I, I, I want to have options for everything to say. This would be the best application for this. I do know that well, once all this crap is over, there is stuff in the works to start doing, like basically how companies have their two-day, you know, class. Mm-hmm. There's something in the works to do that for floating. It's in the works, but all that crap's on pause until all this stuff's over. Man, I had my schedule but, uh, like I had my schedule lined up like. Last year, I was I was going to everything. Like I wasn't even worried about jobs. I was just like, I'm going <laughs> to everything this year because I'm trying to soak up as much as I can. And then as soon as I start scheduling stuff, it was like, nope. I guess you'll be yeah. learning on the job. So yeah, so it's it's uh, supposed to end up being you know like how you would go to some company and do their two day workshop. It's gonna be like that. But you'll learn how to float walls. It's not going to be like the mud event. It's going to be more like one of those, like where you're going, that's all you're doing all day for two days is learning how to float. And uh, so hopefully that that all after all this is over because it's just one more tool you can put in your bucket. Right. Even if you only use it once a year, being able to do it. Uh, like I just had a tub surround half the walls were concrete like uh walls and then framed on top of that and i had damien come help me and i was hoping that he was gonna show me how he all his tips and tricks for foaming walls but the walls mm-hmm. were so bad he's like no these all and then actually the concrete walls ended up far out they were worse than anything else that had to be mm-hmm. that had to be floated <laughs> so it's like yeah, you know, and Damien knows how to float because he used to be a float guy, but he's yeah. now predominantly foam. But he knows how to float if he comes into that problem. And he even was asking, he's like, he's like, man, he's like, if we didn't know how to float, that like, he's like, how we what we do? Would we just pass on that job, like not do it, like it's you know. So it's definitely a good skill to have, and the same reason why I learned how to foam because there's sometimes like that's just better than what I you. Know, you know, right. or, or topical waterproofing. I just had a topical waterproof shower, which I hardly ever do, but that's what needs done for that shower. You know, I think that adhering uh, to one or the other totally is not a good thing. I think knowing how to do all of it and being able to blend it so that you can take advantage of your floating yeah. skills when you need them and utilize the the ease and the speed and the warranty on the foam. It's a huge benefit, right? Because uh, again, you're gonna you're gonna run into a situation where you need you need to mesh those where you've that, got that a knowledge. Where one wall is out of plumb an inch and it's potato chipped, and you're trying to set four by twelves 
in a vertical <laughs> offset. So you have two inch cuts going up at, at most two inch cuts. So you got to have everything nice and perfect. And you might have to float that one wall that's out of plumb an inch and it's potato chipped and all nasty. And then you want to foam the rest of it because it's yeah. close enough you can shim it. There's a good, good uh, balance between the and two. And then you can start, you can start, yeah. And then sometimes you can start blending them. Like okay. I just did on those concrete walls that I had to float. I used Weddy, I, I stripped down Weddy to strip for my float sticks and used them with Thinset. And they just stayed. Yeah. In. So uh, Rob Catwick floated the walls. Rob and Catwick will make you some foam float strips so you can just you can mud them in there, let them set up, and then go in the next day and and you just leave the foam in there. Yep. Yeah. He'll make them two inch wide by or inch and a half wide by quarter inch thick, and you just throw them in there with some rapid set. Yeah, he can even do down to like an eighth or something. Yeah. Yeah. See what I'm yeah, saying? So you start learning knowledge. all the techniques. <laughs> It's good to know how to do a little bit of every. It's good to know how to do everything because then you can mix and match. And, and the house I'm working in right now, I've got two showers that I needed to float the nasty walls, and I foamed the rest of them. And it just it's for speed. And I'm sure I don't know warranty wise what I've got because I got mud mixed in there because I bought uh, Dynacrete mud and had it sent up to Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good mud, man. I'll tell you what. Well, look, guys. Um, yeah, I think like, I think the moral of the say. story, like we said, is we can all learn from each other. There's the best way. The best way to learn that I feel like anybody should agree to is apprenticeship. Um, that's learn. one of the reasons that uh, that I became a member of the NTCA because of the apprenticeship program. Um, cause I was just like, how do I, how do I teach my helper and work at the same time? Like, I need you to learn this stuff. I can't just send you to work for somebody else. Cause you might never make it back. But, um, so I, I'm, I'm in total agreement that apprenticeship is the, the, the best way. Find and find, find somebody that, that you trust knowledgeable that you can, you can build off of and, uh, go from there. Um, in addition to know everything, you'll learn what they're doing wrong. Right. You can apply it and do it better yourself. Right. Um, so I, uh, again, I appreciate y'all for coming on the show. I'm glad, hopefully we get tons of listeners because people just need, people need to hear y'all's perspective. I feel like there's a lot of young people and they really don't understand. My frustration was for the young people that don't understand. I can deal with because I know where it's coming from. Um, but for 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 those people that may have listened to the show that just felt like you were saying that y'all were just some uh, knowledgeable a holes, now they know the story. They they realize that that's not the case. And if I think once you get to a certain point in this, you want everybody to do good. You don't want to see people fail. And you learn when you go through the apprenticeship process, you realize the benefit to it. And you're like, I want you to be able to benefit too. Right. This is the way you learn and you learn well. And it's, you just, you see the benefits to it. It's not a, it's not trying to hold anyone down. It's actually trying to, help them out without having to deal with all the headaches on 
their own dime. Right. Um, so let me do the younger guy thing and get y'all to to promote y'all social media so we can get some followers on there. So all these people that heard all this knowledge <laughs> can go follow y'all because they know how much quality installs they can get from Chris and Brent. Me first, you first, Chris. Good word, Brent. You can find Garrison Tile and Renovation. You can find me on uh, Facebook. Uh, Garrison Tile and Renovation is my Facebook business page or at Garrison underscore tile on Instagram. Chris, you're up. Uh, at Stover Tile and Design on Instagram. And if you are a California tile like i mean you could be a helper apprentice contractor check out cali tile brigade the group on <laughs> or a uh, certain idaho guys. <laughs> or idaho guys like <laughs> but yeah it uh it'll help you out for sure and in addition uh to to these amazing guys make sure y'all follow simply i don't i feel like i can't even say that in the same sentence with with these other companies. If y'all want to see some uh some upbeat and funny videos from a tile comedian, follow Simply Intricate Designs. <laughs> I can show you how to market. Uh I'm good at that. I can hey, like, hey I, I can bring you some business. Learning from each other. We watch what you do too. Hey, yeah. look, I'm I'm glad because we all trying to to pick up from one another. I'm watching everybody trying to see, I mean, everybody from Carl Leonard to Simon Beams to just- Man, I've been trying to get Carl to tell I, me. I love Simon to death. Any, any, anything I could pick up from anybody, I'm going to. I am i don't I am an equal opportunity trickster. <laughs> right. If I see you doing something cool, I'm gonna steal it and apply it. If I see Simon, if I see Jason McDaniel, Carl Leonard, Brian Stevens. I'm constantly watching in these groups going, that's a damn good idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that and yeah. work for what I'm doing. All right. So Agreed. Um, I want to take this time uh, just to, to read one of the reviews for the show, if y'all don't mind, because I told people that I would shot them out. So I'm going to read one of our reviews for the Floor Master Podcast, and it's coming from ACL Services. The review says, every time I listen, I learn something new, and Anthony is willing to help through social media as well. Solid advice from a solid guy. Floor Masters helps me with questions, and I love to listen while I work. I appreciate ACL Services for those kind remarks, um, because that's what we're here for. We're here to, to help uh help everybody that's 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 in the trade um again i started this show because i wanted to help homeowners understand why my prices were my prices i got frustrated with people not understanding and i was like how can i educate these people to get them to understand like i can't just give you this job but it's kind of you know transitioning to uh i i really want to see people do well in our industry um I, I'm always promoting people to think to think bigger than just an installer. Like a lot of us are owners. Like 
how do you get to the next level? Just being an amazing installer is not going to get you there. It has to be more than that. With, with, with marketing, with uh, knowing your numbers, um, just having a plan for the future. Um, I, I think that's the path of the, the Floor Masters podcast. Um, I don't really talk about floors a lot. I'm really talking about people's futures. Uh, you guys and y'all's company have got to the point that y'all at for a reason. Um, the the knowledge and the skills and the strategy to go further. And even from this point, just looking into the future to say, what's the next step for, for Garrison Tile? Uh, what's the next step for, for Stover Tile? You know what I'm saying? Just to, to step out of the installation phase and say, you know what? This company can be something huge. How do we get there? So I'm always encouraging people to do that. A lot of times that's through social media. So we're going to have to have a social media class. And it, it, I'm, I'm probably not going to be the teacher because I don't have like a huge following. So I still, I got stuff to learn. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> but hey, I thank y'all for being on the show. We're gonna wrap it up. Make sure you guys stay tuned to the Floor Masters podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode for the next guest. Um, this is our first, my first show with two guests. I think it was really dope. I'm probably gonna have to do this more often because I like bouncing ideas off of more than just one person. I hate hearing myself talk, so it's cool being able to talk to other people. Make sure you're following all these guys. <laughs> Thank uh, you. And we'll be in touch. Floor Mess Podcast. We're out.